If I am too close up on you tonight, let it be. Uh, we'll get that squared away for tomorrow. If the Lord Taras is coming and we live, I told my wife to make sure that, in fact, we were in the middle of the service. I told my wife to remind me to pray over this special prayer list. And she failed to do so. I believe that one thing I do know, the devil does not want you to pray over a prayer list for real. And I want all of my charismatic friends to not poo-poo on prayer lists. Um, the devil hates people who have a prayer list. Uh, he hates people who pray from the heart, as we say. Uh, but we are frail, infirmed, and I looked up that word today, Infirmities means weak, um, without much strength. And that's what you are and that's what I am. That's why Paul said he rejoiced in infirmities. That was a game changer, which, which sad to say, the church of the day does not want to accept. But whether or not you want to accept it, whether you want to accept it or not, it is a reality. And so therefore, uh, we need to have our memories jogged. We need to uh, have some help to remember things, especially when it comes down to prayer and uh, devotions and a prayer list because, uh, and I believe I preached twice last night, so I believe my wife intentionally did not remind me uh, because she didn't want to have, uh, she didn't want to continue the services. I believe the devil was behind it. But I told her to make sure she reminds me tonight. And so that's what we're going to do. Everybody, you need to pray. Uh, in this day and time, has prayer become more real to you? I wonder. Answer that question. In this day and time, has prayer become more real to you. When you can go into the grocery store with $50 and come out with five items and you barely made it out. And uh, and I, I, I'm going to say this, I, 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 I do believe some companies are uh, taking advantage of this inflation. They really don't need the, this extra money that they're charging. 
I saw some Starbucks coffee for $18. Come on now. Huh? <laughs> Come on. Now, you know, you can do better than that. $18 for some Starbucks coffee? Uh-uh. I'd rather drink the Kroger Special or the Walmart Special. Walmart is all right with me. My, I believe my daughters, Danny and Danita, were so fed up with going to Walmart all of their lives, which I enjoyed. They were moving on up, and they turned their back on Walmart and started going to Target and other places. Target became their favorite store and other places. But I believe in this economy, they, they may have stopped by Walmart a few more times. Excuse me. I don't know if Walmart has some subsidies with the government or what. But they, 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 they have done quite well in the inflation period. Maybe the government sees Walmart as a, a place where they can bank their money to keep the people fed or something. I don't know. But they do better than some of these other places. <clears throat> I don't think. I don't think. Now you, you tell me. Let me know. I don't think you're going to find any coffee that costs eighteen dollars in Walmart. Eighteen dollars, twenty dollars for some coffee, a bag of coffee. You've got to be kidding me. Anyway, let's pray. Holy Father God, we pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ on tonight. Hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth <clears throat> as it is in heaven. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy in this month of October. Uh, Lord, you know a month that the devil really fights people real hard. And as always, fought me because I was fighting against him because I have never conceded October to him. Halloween does not mean anything to me. In fact, we, Lord, under your leadership, we changed it to Holy Wing and, and had a gospel preaching and a hell house to scare people away from hell and I thank you Lord for that and no matter how dark it gets no matter how cold it gets we're going to continue to, uh, to hold up the blood-stained banner and we will concede nothing to the devil and Holy Father God help my grown children to remember that Help them not to get caught up in trunk-or-treat foolishness.
help them not to get caught up in uh, uh, bake sales and things and 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 celebrating fall instead of celebrating Jesus. Help them to remember from whence they have come and draw them closer, ever closer to you. And uh, for they have never gone out trick-or-treating and, uh, in their lives. And so, Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight. I praise you and I thank you so much for your mercy, love, and grace, your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word and for salvation and spiritual blessings, family and life blessings, financial, material, mental and physical protection and provision blessings, all of these years. Lord, you know we should have been dead and gone. But for some reason you preserved us whole and intact. I don't understand it. But I thank you for it, and I give you the glory, praise, and honor for that, and for Jesus Christ's sake tonight. Have mercy and grace upon me and every other saved person in my family, in this country, and around the globe. And for Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us of our many sins as we from our hearts by your grace, forgive those who have sinned against us. Not only today's sins, but all of our sins, Lord. Make us whiter than snow on the inside. <clears throat> Crush and crucify, Lord, our flesh and the old man within us tonight. For those of us who are saved and fill us with the fullness, the power, the unction, and the anointing, the fruit, and the liberty of your Holy Spirit. Grant me once again, after a great service, on two services on last night, I thank you for what you did. Grant me your energy, strength, unction, anointing, and the power of your Holy Spirit to pray, to teach your Holy Word, to read your Holy Word, to preach your Holy Word, and uh, Lord, to do your will. I do pray that you will deliver each and every one of us. Lord, who saved in my family, in this country, and around the globe from temptation, evil, and sin. Grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, live right, think right, and do right, and do that which is pleasing in your sight. And, uh, Lord, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. And, Holy Father, God, help all of Help all of us who are saved and born again to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our sins and to get back to you, our first love. And Holy Father God, I do pray for the salvation of those who are lost in my family, including my own wife, Marika White, who I believe is lost, religious but lost. 
Uh, yet she's here serving with me tonight after 34 years of marriage and seven children. And uh, Holy Father God, uh, by your grace, Lord, I pray that you will help her to lay aside her pride, her religious pride, and help her to truly believe in you. And Lord, I pray the same for her family members, my family members, and all other people, Lord, who are in the audience tonight in this country and around the globe. Have your Holy Ghost to not give people rest from conviction until they, conf they believe in Jesus Christ and repent of their sins. And Lord, we pray for the salvation of the lost everywhere. We pray for the revival of the saved. We pray for the healing of the sick. And we pray for the comfort of the grieving and mourning. Draw them to yourself for salvation. And Holy Father God, I praise you tonight uh, as a father for allowing me the joy and the privilege to raise my children for you. It's up to them what they do with what they know. But Lord, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would do them like me, chastise them and rebuke them whenever they get out of line. For Lord, you can do it better than any father. <clears throat> for you did it for me and, uh, and you did it, uh, you chastised me. And that's one of the reasons why I'm up here tonight and every day preaching your holy gospel. I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor for your love for me, to chastise me, uh, and uh, so that I uh, would uh, do your will and learn obedience through the things I suffered. And so, Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight uh, that you will indeed lift our burdens cares, worries, and anxieties, troubles, problems, and fears from our hearts, minds, souls, and spirits tonight. Fill us with your peace, the pass of all understanding, your joy unspeakable, your holy serenity and tranquility of mind and heart. <clears throat> and Holy Father God, I pray that you would deliver us tonight Lord, from all of our distresses and afflictions with lessons learned, deliver us, Lord, tonight from all of our tribulations and troubles and trials and temptations and tests and tensions with lessons learned. And Lord, I know that I don't even need to ask you to take away my thorn in the flesh. And so, Holy Father God, I thank you that your grace is sufficient. And your strength is sufficient for me and for all of us. And help us, Lord, to remember that as we go through the vicissitudes of life. And Lord, I do pray that you would deliver us tonight from all spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, family, financial, legal, student loan debt, student progress problems, and troubles and difficulties that we are facing. Uh, Lord, pave the way for us, open up doors for us, continue to have us to find favor in your sight and in the sight of all people with whom we have to deal with and do. And Lord, thank you so much for allowing things to be as well as they are. 
uh, for Lord, they could be worse and no doubt should be worse because you have been good to us, but we have not been good to you. And so, Holy Father God, I pray tonight that you'd bless and protect, uh, Lord, my family, and, and I pray a special prayer for all of my children and offspring, Danny, Daniel, Danita, Danae, Daniqua, uh, Daniel, Ezekiel, Danielle, Duran, Danielle, and Quasia, <coughs> and all of my offspring, I do pray, Lord, for not only them and my family, but I pray for all of the families gathered around tonight and all saved people in this country and around the globe. I pray for the salvation of the lost. And I pray tonight that you'd bless and protect us, Lord, from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. For, Lord, I uh, know that there are some evil people in the church and in the family who are trying to make my, uh, a couple of my children what they call woke. And uh, it is a demonic spirit that seeps into a person's life and they don't even realize it. Only you can open their eyes and only you can protect them from it and only you can deliver them from it. And Lord, I pray that all of the Bible that my children read growing up, thousands of pages, thousands of verses, and thousands of prayers, Lord, will hold them and keep them from flying away with this new religion called wokeism, which is a demon religion. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, no doubt it is the most sinister, demonic religion that has come on the scene. And uh, it is ruthless. And many, many young people and children are being destroyed and snatched away from the love of their parents. And many parents don't know how to handle that at all and they're beaten down and broken down and so hurt by it because it uh, it has a ruthless element to it and it is designed to be that way it's designed to snatch the minds and the hearts the souls and the spirits of children away from their parents so that they can make them into homosexuals and lesbians and transgendered uh, zombies. And so, Lord, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, protect my children, protect all of the children uh, in the audience tonight, and all children that belong to Christian parents. For some Christian parents are not aware of what is going on. Uh, but if children have had access to the internet, down through the years, over the past 20 plus years or so, then they have been impacted by this demonic spirit. And uh, it has been done in a sinister fashion, and it has been done on purpose. And uh, these people, are go they, these people, these demon-possessed people, including teachers in the schools, go for the juggler, uh, juggler vein, and uh, they play for keeps. And so I pray that you will have my daughter Danny to escape, my daughter Daniel to escape, my son Daniel to escape, God forbid, my daughter Danita to escape, my daughter Danae to escape, 
my daughter Daniqua to escape, my son Daniel Ezekiel to escape, and my daughter Danielle to escape, my daughter uh, Danielle Tequila to escape, my son Duran to escape, and my granddaughter Quasia to escape from this satanic, demonic spirit that has ripped families apart across the nation and is hell-bent and determined to rip all families apart. They hate the nuclear family. They hate the traditional family. And, uh, uh, and they're using ruthless tactics. They're not trying to be uh, uh, sneaky about it. And so, Lord, I pray that you would cast the demons of hell and the spirit of the devil out of the hearts and minds and lives of these people and out of the, heart, out of the hearts and minds and lives of the children who are having their minds raped by so-called woke pastors, woke teachers. It is a demonic movement that the church did not see coming and they allowed it in the church it is a demonic spirit, and Lord, I pray that you would cast this demonic spirit out of the lives of all of my children who may been, have been tainted by it, uh, and all other children in the audience and in this country and around the globe. And I pray that all parents, that you would open their eyes to take their children out of the public school system and let them even go to college at home as I did. But it's, it's, it is out there everywhere. And Lord, I do pray that you will place upon us all who are saved the whole arm of God. Surround us with the band of your holy angels and wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse us through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And make us, Lord, to be whiter than snow on the inside. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray. Lord, grant me your grace and strength now and the power of your Holy Spirit to pray over the prowess we should have prayed over last night and help everybody else under the sound of my voice to pray over a prayer list as well that they should have. If they don't, they can go to Gospel Light House of Prayer and I believe that the prayer list is there or a similar one is there. If not, Lord, help Danielle and Daniqua to put that prayer, the prayer list, the same prayer list that I have before me tonight, there. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and forsake. Amen. Holy Father God, I pray. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, for over three million souls to come to know your Savior through the preaching of the gospel, through this ministry alone, and for millions more to be saved through other ministries that are preaching the gospel. And Lord God in heaven, I pray for the revival of your church. I pray for the healing of families tonight more than ever. I pray for the healing of this nation. Lord, I pray for your blessings and guidance for all pastors, church leaders, so church pastors rather, church servants and missionaries, salvation, 
leadership, guidance, and wisdom for the President of the United States and for all governmental officials who run this country and all other countries. Lord, we pray for Christians being persecuted around the globe. We pray for the healing of people who have now Ebola, which is coming back, Zika, which is which is has been a problem, and with the coronavirus uh, plague, which uh, is already coming back in China again. They're shutting down cities again, and has been predicted to come back this winter with a vengeance. So, Lord, we pray for the Rohingya refugees and all refugees for the Beta Israel people group to receive the gospel and the help they need to get established where they are and to come out of poverty. We thank you, Lord, for how you heard the prayers for Asia Bibi and her family, for Andrew Brunson and his family, for Miriam Ibrahim and her family, for Saeed Abedini and his family, all migrants from the Middle East and Africa and South America. We pray for their salvation and their, for their provision and bless them with what they need. And Holy Father God, we pray that you would bless and anoint and prosper and use all ministries and outreaches under the Gospelite Society, uh, international ministries and the Gospelite House of Prayer. Uh, we pray that you'll bless and anoint all of the ministries underneath. And we pray that thousands of souls would come to know you as Savior. And now, Lord, we pray, and we pray for thousands of souls to be revived. We pray now, Lord, over the uh, prayer requests that have come in. Uh, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray, Lord, for PTK, that you will heal in his life. And, Lord, we pray... Uh, for that you'll bless and anoint and prosper and use all of the podcasts prayerless prayerless and we pray that uh, millions we thank you Lord that uh, according to uh, uh, stats that uh, that I even saw today, uh, going on two million people have uh, heard the gospel preached through the multiple podcasts that we have done down through the years, and Lord, maybe more than that, I don't know, but we pray uh, that you would use the podcasts all around the world. And now we pray, Lord, for Pastor Bushibi. Uh, thank you, Lord, for the new church founded in bon Bondini. Thank you for the successful leadership meeting in Bungoma. Thank you for the soul saved at Sister Balia's funeral. Please heal Timothy completely and provide for his family. Please heal Melanie's eyes completely and provide for her with the contact lenses she needs. Uh, please comfort the family 
of Sister Tabitha and her family and her death. Uh, Lord, comfort them as only you can. We pray for Marie Grace. Please place the strongest protection over her house and property. Deliver her from the gangs and give her a new life. We pray, Lord, for Nita. Please save and comfort Dr. Zelenko's family and friends after his death. Please heal Nita's tooth, nerves, tonsils, ears, and legs, which are numb and weak. And Lord, some of the some some of us uh, have those same issues. So heal us as well. We pray, Lord, for George. Please enable him to devote his life to knowing you and concentrating on spiritual matters. Enable him to complete all tasks in his workplace so the auditor will be satisfied for his wife to realize that he loves her and obey and honor him. Please, uh, we pray for Pastor Bashibi. Please heal Timothy from problems with his prostate and kidneys. Please heal Melanie's eyes completely and bless the surgery. Please heal and comfort Dan and Evelyn after their mother's death and bless them with the money they need for support. We pray for Marie Grace. Please place the blood of Jesus and the strongest angelic protection over her life. Deliver her neighborhood from gangs, witchcraft, and occult. Help her to recover from damage caused by storms and tornadoes. Patrick, we pray for Patrick. Deliver him from putting things before you. Please save his soul and give him assurance of his salvation. We pray for Tammy. Please bless her with her own house. We pray for Pastor Bushibi. Thank you for the souls saved and the people healed and delivered at their church meetings. Please guide Robert on whether to partner with the Rotary Club in Bogoma, Kenya. Please bless Melanie's doctor's appointment and heal Timothy completely. Please bless them with a water well, enable them to register church properties with the government properly, deliver them from economic hardships, bless them with peaceful elections, bless them with church construction and financial resources for open-air gospel crusades, bless them as they fast and pray. And Lord, we pray for Ameris, for Jason, Michelle, and their families to get saved, restore their relationships with Tekla and Ameris and help them to follow God's uh, Lord your direction. We pray for uh, this pastor. Thank you for the souls saved at their church meetings. Thank you for the good report from the meeting in Soroti. Thank you for Timothy's continued recovery. Please heal uh, Melanie's eyes and bless the surgery. Please bless them with a water well Please comfort Greg's family after he was killed in a motorbike uh, crash. Enable them to register church properties with the government. Deliver them from economic hardships. Bless them with peacefully, uh, peaceful, uh, which I believe they've already done. Bless them with church construction and financial resources for open-air gospel meetings. Bless them as they fast and pray. 
We pray for Cecil. Please protect them as they travel to a family reunion and bless the Sunday school and worship service. Help them all to return to their homes as new creatures in Christ Jesus. Now, Holy Father God, we pray for all of the people who have gotten saved down through the years, and uh, we pray for all of the professions of faith and all of the people who have rededicated their lives. But we pray for a few by name and help them all to grow in the faith and to stand strong in the faith and be the Christians you want them to be. And uh, those who are rededicating their lives, uh, help them to stand strong. We pray for Lady Lopez in Anbato, Ecuador. We pray for Debbie Von Alefelt in Johannesburg, South Africa. We pray for Sarah Midhat and uh, Morgan in Saudi Arabia. We pray for Colvin Abenaik in Sri Lanka. We pray for Andrew Mars in Rotterdam Junction, New York. We pray for Bundy Thomas in Nairobi, Kenya. We pray for Apaya Kofi in Kumasi. We pray for Oki Liki Chukwu Amek, Ameki uh, Christian in Lagos, Nigeria. We pray for Barak Anyango in Nyanza, Kenya. We pray for Ruth Nairobi in Lagos, Nigeria. We pray for David Adley in Aswan. We pray for Aswan, Egypt. We pray for uh, Shirdai in Lewaba in Gauteng. We pray for Florence in Kailu in Nairobi, Kenya. We pray for Japheth Gwambu, Judith Ayugi in Nairobi, Kenya. We pray for Elizabeth in uh, Namibia. We pray for Sosa Patricia in Guayaquil, Ecuador. We pray for Abdullah Samuel in Tamale, Ghana. We pray for John Ekong in Abak Lakwa, Ibom State, Nigeria. We pray, Lord, for Arif Yusuf in Karachi, Pakistan. And we pray for Noel Azu in Tamale, Ghana, West Africa. And we pray for the hundreds of others and the thousands of others who have made a profession of faith and who have rededicated their life to you. We commit these souls into your hands and our souls too. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead, uh, prayer, devotional, memorial, family, and evangelistic service. Family members, my beloved, this is Daniel White the Third, President of Gospel Light Society International, 
with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 647, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in, chrono uh, in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history, the present and the future. Today we are reading the Song of Solomon, chapter 7, verses 1 through 7. The Song of Solomon, chapter 7, verses 1 through 7. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the word of God, at the Song of Solomon. And I, I think I'm enjoying this book more this time around than ever before. Uh, uh, it is not, it has never been one of my favorite books. And I say that humbly and respectfully. Spurgeon has helped me to love it more because I've never seen a man take devotional, get devotional material out of the Song of Solomon. But he had a rare gift. Spurgeon had a rare gift. He can take one word and preach a 10-page sermon from it. And he, he was blessed with the mother load of unction and anointing. There's no doubt about it. But what contributed to that is the fact that he uh, prayed and had devotion with his family in the morning and in the evening. So pastors, remember that. The morning is just, the morning is not enough. Uh, and not doing it at all is worse. And so, uh, but I have also enjoyed this because I have issued a challenge to married Christian couples uh, to get back to having sex. Uh, following uh, a diet book uh, that's vegetarian based, no oil, and you skip a meal and you have sex with your spouse. That is, between a man and a woman who are uh, married in holy matrimony before God Almighty. We're not talking about you people, man and a man, a woman and a woman. None of that demonic foolishness. We're not talking about uh, trans. We're not talking about transgendered so-called people, zombies. And uh, we're not doing. We're not talking about. We're not talking. I'm not even. I'm not talking about even people who are married, and remarried, divorced and remarried, and all of that without any real biblical provable ground before God and you know you know this is why I've told your pastor don't even don't even get involved with that don't have the church investigating stuff like that God knows who did what and these people these two people here are going to lie 
Don't even get yourself in. I'm, I'm serious, pastors. Don't even get yourself involved in that. Stay untainted from those lies and foolishness with these couples in your church. It is a hot mess. God does not want you to get bogged down with that. Okay? Uh, get with other churches in the community. If you still have churches in your community, and all of you pay a bona fide, uh, educated, experienced counselor who loves to do that kind of work, who is called to do that kind of work. And there's a place for people like that in the church. But make sure they get they have a good track record. I'm reminded of Dr. Frazier Crane in the movie in the show Frazier. He would always be trying to counsel couples and in their marriages and his married life was shot to hell. So was his brothers and uh and almost everybody else in the show. It was just a mess. And oftentimes he fell under conviction, trying to advise others about their marriage and his marriage was shot and gone. We don't need Dr. Fraser Crane in the church. Uh, they, they had a great comedy, but we don't need that in the church. We don't. No. <laughs> no. In fact, I want to see the, the people you hire. I want to make sure they have never been divorced and remarried. I'm not interested. Listen to me. I have no interest in these people who have tried this and tried that. And now they know they have the solution. Uh-uh. No, no, no. I don't give a flip about that. No, no. Are you still married to the wife of your youth, man and woman? Are you still married to the husband of your youth? Are all of your children yours? You said, preacher, you're making people feel bad who got mixed families and blended families and been divorced and remarried. I, I, I have nothing to do with that. See, that's what's wrong with you pastors and you preachers. You're concerned about the feelings of the people. Be concerned about God's feelings. Jesus was very straightforward about this. Unless for adultery... You ought to stay married if you don't if you get a divorce and get married to somebody else, both of you are committing adultery. You're living in adultery, he said. I don't want to get started on this tonight, people. Okay? So don't get me started on this tonight. I don't care. You, you, you mad because I said that? I, I can care less, man. Woman. You should have never done it, and you know that. You feel guilty over it now. Here you are in a house with somebody else's children, and somebody else got your children. The devil is a lie. That's hell. That's literal hell. And I thank God I never went through that. It's only by the grace of God. And I, yes, I do know some of you did it in ignorance, but you still have not gotten it straight. It doesn't make any difference. Uh, you have, you, you're living in adultery. And it's nothing but a continual funeral and death. So. I, I can't help it if you get hurt over what I just said. 
you, you, you need to do it God's way. And pastors, you need to preach the truth and you need to get out of the way. Tell, preach the truth, tell the truth and get out of the way. And let God do what he's going to do. Because, see, that's why your church that was running 2,000, you said, uh, they running two now. Barely that. In fact, the church doors have not been opened yet. Because God, God wiped out the church through the coronavirus plague. So many people died, pastors and, 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 and bishops don't even want to tell the truth. Don't even want to know how many died. Pastor friends who were here just a little while back, a little while ago, now they're gone. And so those of you who have a piece of marriage, hold on to it. And it's a blessing to have a warm body beside you to do things with. And let me tell you men something. Some of you men who have lost your minds, interested in some stinking, ugly, hairy man. You got to be kidding me. Look at me real good in my eyes. Have you lost your mind? When God gave you a beautiful woman, and may I say this, I might not be able to get away with it, but a woman's body is a playground for a man. Son, son, what do you what what do you want with some ugly, bony man? God forbid all these beautiful, fine, fat women around here can't find a man. And I don't know why women are not revolting against this homosexual foolishness. Men interested in men and not in all your fineness. And God made you that way. In the words of Bishop Daniel White Jr., you people got things ass backwards. And really, seriously. It's disgusting. Men interested in men. Looking at men. Lusting at the men. Acting like a little girl with your broken wrist self mess. Nasty. Filthy, unclean. And by the way, everybody, God has used the prophet in this country. And people tried to kill me. They tried to use my own family against me. But the tide is turning. Superman, the homosexual Superman, which is an oxymoron, demonic statement from hell, is disgusting. I can't even get it out of my mind. I don't want it in my mind. A Superman, a man of steel, kissing some little queer devil. Are you kidding me? Well, they killed it. You know why they killed it? Because nobody wants that garbage. And 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 and, uh, and and the big, the big homosexual coming out movie, which was supposed to be so big, the picture, with a man's hand, both men got the hand on each other's butt, huh? What? I can't hear you. <laughs> huh? What happened to that? It dropped like lead down into the sea. You know, by, you know why? I, I told them that. People, know it's not, people in America don't want that mess. 
No, man. Give me lifetime. And may God forbid that they put some mess on, on lifetime. I think somebody talked about it the other day. Give, give, give me, give me uh, a man. Give me a man and a woman getting together. That's what excites me. I like that. And I'm a man. I want to see that. That's all right. That's how it ought to be. Song of Solomon. Get it on with your married uh, self. With your spouse. Nobody else and nobody else in the room with you. No thropples, you devils. I tell you the truth. You got, got single women in the bed with you. Single men in the bed right in the middle of you. One get through using the person. God forbid. And then you with your nasty self use them. And you people are going to hell as fast uh, as a Tesla car by itself. You're going, you're going straight to hell in a handbasket. How beautiful are thy feet with shoes. <laughs> Ooh. O princess daughter. The joints of thy thighs are like jewels, the work of the hands of a cunning workman. This is a man after my own heart. You know what he's saying? Excuse me. I know I'm not supposed to comment. I can't help it. You know what he's saying? He's saying the same that I've been saying. God, the most beautiful thing that God has ever made in the history of the world, beyond the moon, beyond the stars, beyond the earth, and all that big time stuff. Is a fine woman. My, my, my. I don't know what in the world you want with a man. You devils. You've lost your righteous minds. For there is nothing more glorious. Nothing more beautiful. Than a fine fat woman made by the hand of God. Now that's what this man is talking about. This man is a man after my own heart. Thy navel is like a round goblet, which wanteth not liquor. <sighs> what? Thy belly is like an heap of wheat, set about with lilies. Thy two breasts are like two young rows. That are twins. Amen. Thy neck is as a tower of ivory. I told you one of the most beautiful parts of a woman. Is her neck. So while you women out there. Using Botox. And, 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 and plastic surgery on your face. And your face is all tight and taut. You, we don't know whether you're smiling or you're sad. But your neck is all wrinkled up. Do something with your neck too if you want to do all that. Or keep your neck like it's supposed to be. And keep your face like it's supposed to be. The neck is beautiful, man. I, I saw, I saw, let me just say, let me go on. Ivory. Thine eyes like the fish pools in Heshbon. By the gate of Bath-Rabbi. Bath-Rabim, rather. Thy nose is as the Tower of Lebanon, 
which looketh toward Damascus, thine head upon thee is like Carmel, and the hair of thine head like purple. The king is held in the galleries. How fair and how pleasant art thou, O love, for delights. This thy stature is like to a palm tree, and thy breasts to clusters of grapes. Glory be to God. Let me hurry up and pray. Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your holy word. And Lord, as you have heard me, thank you down through the years. And even my wife has heard me say it. Lord God in heaven, thank you for the gift of sex. What a great blessing that is. And I give you the glory, praise, and honor for beautiful, fine women. And Lord, the ability and the privilege and the blessing uh, to lie beside a woman and to have sex. I know the young people and people in the evangelical church thinks it's, uh, they think it is unholy and ungodly, but yet they look at pornography on their phones. Uh, God help them, and Lord help them to get the real thing and enjoy the real thing that you gave us. What a blessing. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Hallelujah, since I laid my burden down, burden down, Lord, burden down, Lord, since I laid my burden down, burden down, Lord, burden down, Lord, since I laid my burden down. I just had to get it out of me. Song of Solomon got me fired up. Fired up. See, Song of Solomon is beautiful beautiful when you're doing Song of Solomon. See? When the Song of Solomon inspires you in your 21 day uh, of skipping a meal and having sex. I'm not even calling it fasting. Okay, there is a fast that includes not having sex. I've never practiced that. I have never even thought about that. I don't think God is, is holding me against, holding that against me either. Mm -mm. I've never thought about that. I have fasted without food and all of that many times. But that right there, that right there, no, I never thought. I never thought about fasting from sex. I have never done that in my life. My mind does not work like that. That does not compute. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead service family members, my beloved, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International, with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. 
This is episode number 182 for today. We're at Psalm 1817. He delivered me from my strong enemy and from them which hated me, for they were too strong for me. And Dr. Spurgeon goes on to say, when we have been rescued, we must take care to ascribe all the glory to God Almighty by confessing our own weaknesses and our own weakness and remembering the power of the conquered enemy. God's power derives honor from all the incidents of the conflict. Our great spiritual adversary is a strong enemy, indeed, much too strong for poor, weak creatures like ourselves. But we have been delivered hitherto and shall be even to the end. Our weakness is a reason for divine help. Mark the force of the four in the text. Wow. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, thank you for defeating all of our enemies down through the years. As we trust to in you and as we acknowledge you in all our ways. And Holy Father God, tonight all of the enemies that the devil has gathered against us. Family, friends, and foes included. Inside the family, outside of the family, Lord, I pray that you would protect us from our enemies, from the Judases in our lives, and give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. And thank you, Lord, for the precious memories of victories past. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and forsake. Amen. So, ladies and gentlemen, we move to the family segment and to what I have dubbed the family verses at Ephesians chapter 5, verses 22 through 24. And I know that some of you women cannot stand it, but that does not matter. Uh, it is God's word. And God told me and all other preachers to preach the word in season and out of season. The Bible says, Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. Contained in that little passage is God giving you the free, uh, for you to use your free moral agency. It's not that somebody's making you do it. It shouldn't be like that. Don't make it like that. Humbly, lovingly, do it on your own. See, I'm the kind of Negro because I, I don't want nobody telling me what to do. I'm going to do right myself. Okay, I'm going to, if I need to submit to, to an authority, I'm going to do that. Why? Because I'm going to, I like being in control. You women who like to be in control, be in control of yourself. Stop trying to control and dominate your husband. 
control yourself so that it's never an issue. Because if you control yourself and judge yourself that you be not judged and take advantage of God's space to repent and you handle your business yourself and you do right yourself and you can only do that if you are born again and if you are saved. You have no power, male or female, you have no power to do these things outside of Jesus Christ. Without Jesus Christ, it can't be done. This is why you hear me pray for my wife and been praying. I've been praying for my wife for 34 years. She truly believes that she did something in a Moravian church and got saved. And I'm here to tell you she did not get saved. Why? How do I know? It's, it's because your salvation is going to play out in your behavior. It does not mean you're going to be perfect. But you will be obedient. You will learn obedience through the things you suffer. And that's a fact. And, uh, and nobody in our family, my immediate family, uh, can honestly say that Marika White is saved. I know I can, and I'm her husband. And, uh, and been her pastor for 34 years. And I'm not mad at her, and I thank God she's here. And, uh, and it's, it's a wonderful thing. To be married and to have somebody with you for 34 years. That's a wonderful thing. Okay, don't poo-poo on that. Uh, don't mess that up. It's a wonderful thing for both parties. And it's even more wonderful when both parties are saved and born again. See? Uh, and, I, and all I'm telling you people, as I've told my wife... Because I know this from my own life experience and from the experience of other saved people. There are preachers out there who are not perfect, but I can trust them because I know that they're saved and that Jesus is sitting on the throne of their life and they can mess up if they want to. God's going to deal with them. See, I don't have time to unpack that tonight. But just suffice it to say, Jesus Christ said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Now, the same Jesus Christ will give you the grace, the strength, the unction, the anointing, and the power of your Holy Spirit to keep his commandments. I'm not saying you're going to be perfect, especially in the earlier years. But after a while, by and by, and every saved person under the sound of my voice, they know exactly what I'm talking about. God has a way with men and women. He will break you, make you, and mold you to be what he wants you to be. You will conform into the image of Christ. And you will get a healthy fear of God in your soul, in your spirit. And you will say with Dr. T.D. Jakes, I bet you I will never do that again. Now you can believe that. You can believe that. And so if you have Jesus Christ in you, sister... You're going to submit to that husband and you're going to control yourself and you're going to have a godly attitude and spirit. Not, not just sometime, 24-7. Now, I know some of you all are coming out of the prosperity gospel, sweet evangelical foolishness and catastrophe over the past 40 to 50, 60 years. And by the way, one of the one of TVN sons is talking about it today. 
how long how about how did a whole bunch of mess has happened down through the years whole bunch of mess which i told you it, 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 whole bunch of mess happened he's talking now and uh so you need to understand that the husband ought to be a loving husband. We'll deal with that tomorrow. The wife ought to be a submissive wife. That's it, period. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can't turn it off because Jesus Christ is the one doing it. You wake up saved and acting like you're saved. You go to bed saved and acting, acting like you're saved. It's not you. You don't have to pump it up. You don't have to dread the day coming uh, where you got to fake it. In the words of the charismatics, fake it till you make it, foolishness. No, you already saved. You're prayed up. You're filled with the Holy Spirit of God. Again, I'm not saying you're perfect. Nobody's perfect. But your life will be characterized by obedience and control, self-control, controlling yourself and saying, you know what? I'm not going to say that. Who is that on the inside of you telling you not to say that? That's the Holy Spirit of God. That's the Holy Spirit of God telling you to shut up. You don't need to say that. You can say this, but you can't say that. You can eat this, but you can't eat that. It is the Holy Spirit of God inside of you. Woman. Man. Regulating you. Controlling you. Leading you. Guiding you. And if you would pray without ceasing... You will be acknowledging him in all of your ways and he will direct your paths. For the husband is the head of the wife. Even as Christ is the head of the church and he is the savior of the body. That's all by God's design. If you want to fight against that, that you're fighting against God. And thank God for the pastors who have realized uh, that this has been a mess in the church for years and it's time out for this foolishness if we want to see the church be the church. Men are in charge in the family and in the church. And the past is not over. I said the past is not over uh, a man as far as his family is concerned. He's the pastor. And you need to stop going through the wife. You uh, slide pastors and go through the husband, go through the man, and you have a stronger church, and you have a man, a church full of men and not just women and children. Cause some of you devils, you like it like that. You don't want the husband to come out there. See. You want to have access to other men's wives and have their telephone numbers and put them in position so that you can text them, you dirty dog. That's right. I call you a dirty dog. I call Matt Chandler a dirty dog. No man should have a, another man's wife's phone number. Period. That's common sense. That ain't nothing new. Bad English, but great truth. No man should have 
another man's wife's cell phone number or his daughter's cell phone number or any young woman's cell phone. No pastor should have that. For sure. You think Billy Graham had uh, some man's wife's cell number? That, that rule is still a good rule. Don't even put yourself in that position. You know why? Because you can text something that you would never say to somebody face to face. Verse 24, therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. All of, pardon me, all of us in the church ought to submit to Christ. He will not have it any other way. Uh, that goes without saying. Well, it is the same way in the marriage and in the family. Before a wife does something, before a man does something, he ought to acknowledge God. Like, see, why was David calling man after his own heart? Because he always would acknowledge God for the most part. He didn't do it all. He, didn't, he was not perfect. But God, God loved the fact that David would acknowledge him in, in most things. And that's all God wants you to do. It's one of the things that God wants you to do. Acknowledge him in all your ways. And he will direct your path. Touch, ba touch base with him. All right, mommy. Touch base with your husband before you do stuff with his children. That he may not approve of trying to be sneaky and slick. So that's going to cause a problem. Now I want to tell you something, women, which some of y'all don't know. Which are bad selves. The man could, he can take some of your mess, okay? But now you mess over those children and you put those children in danger, you're going to get your behind in trouble. I have no problem saying that. See, see, see why you got to say it like that? I'm just telling you straight up. Because, see, you don't want Papa Bear to come out on you now when, when, when it comes down to his children. Okay, you go somewhere out of town and get stuck and you got all four of the children with you and you were not you didn't tell him anything. You've you a hundred miles away somewhere out in the woods lost. You in trouble. Girl, you are in trouble. And I can tell you what you're going to say, but I can't tell you tonight. I'm not going to tell you tonight. Let's pray for others. Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for this time tonight around your holy word and prayer. And thank you, Lord, for the teaching and the preaching of your holy word. And Holy Father God, I... Uh, pray, Lord, that you would have mercy and grace upon each and every one of us who name the name of Christ. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us of our sins, our faults, and our failures of disobeying your great commandment and your great commission. 
Now, Lord, you have been good to us, but we have not been good to you. And, Lord, you're so loving towards us, you don't even want to have to point it out to us. But we need to point it out. We need to bring it out ourselves. And so, Holy Father God, I pray tonight, yes, for the millions who are hurting and mourning due to the coronavirus plague and other plagues and problems. Most of us in our lifetime have never experienced such hard times. And Holy Father God, I pray uh, that you would comfort these people as only you can. Draw them to yourself for salvation, and we pray for a few by name. We pray, Lord, for the family and friends of New Hampshire resident Gerard Bedard. We pray for the family and friends of Virginia resident Lynn Stewart. We pray for the family and friends of Virginia resident Mark Allen Brooks. And Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ over some uh, more uh, prayer requests. We pray for PTK. Please help him to fear you and give him wisdom. We pray for Zaitar. Please deliver him, his sisters, and his daughter from overeating and help them to have a healthy relationship with food that is favored by you. Help us all to do that. For most of us are gluttons. And Lord, we pray for Pastor Bushibi. Thank you, Lord, for the many answers to prayer and blessings upon uh, his vast ministry and for the souls that have been saved, healed, and delivered. Please provide for the widows. Please bless the youth seminar, uh, the revival and open-air evangelistic crusades. Please provide them with the tin and the iron for the roof at the Nasyanda Church. And Lord, save the witch doctors who are trying to hinder the church ministry because they're demon-possessed and demon-controlled. We also pray, Lord, for all of the people who have believed in the Lord Jesus Christ through hearing the gospel through this ministry. We pray for Mr. Norwood, Mark, Vicki, Kariokos, Patrice. And Lord, we pray for the people who have recommitted their lives to you. Help them to grow in the faith and be the Christians you want them to be. We pray for Raleigh, Igul, X, George, and Fuad. We commit these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in ours. Save that soul that's near as hell. Revive uh, those uh, who need to be revived as Christians. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. And dear friend, tonight, if you are not a born-again Christian, become a born-again Christian tonight. For Jesus Christ is the one who said, ye must be born again. And then he told us how to be born again by giving us the most uh, loving, most powerful, and most important words in the history of the world to mankind. For he said, for God so loved the world 
that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So if you want to be saved tonight, understand that you need to be saved because you are a wicked, evil, ungodly sinner. No matter how beautiful you may be, no matter how handsome you think you are, no matter how much money you have, no matter how much talent you have, no matter how much charisma you have, none of those things will save your soul from hell. You must be, you must be born again, Jesus Christ said. And you become born again by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered and bled and died on the cross for your sins. He was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. And he is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day. And all you have to do is believe in him and call on his name in prayer to save your soul from hell, and he will save it from hell if you believe in him. And he will also save you to, has, uh, to heaven uh, by your believing in him. So, dear friend, if you want to be saved tonight, call on his name with me as we pray the sinner's prayer. Mean it from your heart, believe it in your heart, and be saved tonight and be born again tonight. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner. And that I have done evil in your sight. I have broken your Ten Commandments by lying, by stealing, by lusting in my heart after other people and things, by co co coveting after people and things and what they have. I have disobeyed and dishonored my parents. I have dishonored you by taking your holy name in vain. And I have committed many other sins as you know, Lord, in your sight. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. And please forgive me of all of my wicked sins as I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for all of my sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul tonight. Even though I don't deserve it. Please fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to change. Help me to repent of my sins. Help me to turn from my evil ways. And help me to follow you, Lord Jesus Christ, in the newness of life. 
For it is in your holy name, the Lord Jesus Christ, I do pray. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you pray that prayer with me in sincerity, and you believed in your heart, as Jesus Christ said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that is, perish in hell, but have everlasting life, that is, have everlasting life in heaven. If you believe in your heart in Jesus Christ, according to his words, you are now saved from hell and you're on your way to heaven. That's guaranteed. Because it is based upon the words of God Almighty. And so, to help you grow in the faith now, and uh, to start following the Lord, I have a little free book that I want you to have immediately tonight. Uh, you can download it free of charge at gospellightsociety.com. The title of the book is What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said, I am the door. Basically, he said, I am the door to heaven. I am the door to the heavenly Father. No man can come to the Father but by me. You have just entered in through the door by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, who said ye must be born again. And this little book will give you the next steps to help you to know exactly what you need to do to start growing in the faith and being the Christian disciple that God wants you to be. Also, email us. You can email us uh, on the platform that you're on, or you can email us uh, at my email at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com. And uh, let us know that you got saved so that we can rejoice with you. If you have a prayer request or some other need, let us know. People are standing by to uh, answer your questions. We also have more materials to send to you. And uh, so, dear friends, uh, and we'll pray for you if you send in a prayer request. We'll pray for you until... You tell us to stop. And so God bless you, dear friends, tonight. Uh, as we close out this service, we give God the glory, the praise, and the honor. Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow. If the Lord tarries is coming and we live. And uh, make sure you pray without ceasing. And here's a Marine phrase and an Air Force phrase combined together. Simplify means always faithful. Simple super means always above. Keep your mind on God and Jesus Christ above. Keep your mind in heavenly places. And he'll keep you in perfect peace. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time as the music plays.